What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. Thank you so much for bearing with me as this episode is a day late and the first one that I've ever really posted late, but I went two weeks in a row without giving you guys an interview and I didn't want to make it three and I was doing the interview on Monday night. So I was like, you know what? I'll just push this back. It's Labor Day anyway. They can wait one day. Now you're now you're all fresh with brand new content for your ride to work or whatever the heck you're doing on this lovely Tuesday. I am sad though that summer is over and it's a little bit different. Honestly, I was thinking about this, you know, in the shower, my little shower thoughts. It's a little different once you're grown up and out of school and stuff. Like summer's over doesn't mean, oh, school's starting, like back to responsibilities. That's all. That's, you know, that happens all times of the year. Um, It's just, it's easier for me personally in Jersey to go out in the summer and whatnot because where I live is like where everybody goes down to in the summer and the shore. You know me, I love the beach. I love swimming. I love some vitamin D from the sun. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for fall. I'm excited for football. I'm excited for cute outfits. I'm excited for pumpkin flavored coffee, but I will miss summer. And it really did. This summer seemed like the fastest summer of my life. And I genuinely was doing stuff like every weekend. I'm sad. I'm sad to let it go, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to dwell too much on that because I don't want to get in my bag, but I do have this story. And as it was happening in real time, literally last night, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell this on the podcast just because I feel like people need to hear this. And especially if there's any men listening, like we need a little, I need, I need a little PSA here. So I was at the bar last night, pretty crowded. It's a, it's a pretty crowded bar. Like, like imagine the most crowded bar you've ever been in and multiply that by two. Okay. That's how crowded this bar was. Um, and you know, it's, it's normal when you're out of the bar, people are going to flirt with each other. You know, it's, it's, it, that's a normal thing. Shoot your shot. I'm here for it. You know, how are you ever going to, I can't even think of something witty to say right now. Anyway. So this guy comes up to me and I'm just, I'm not having it. Like I, I'm not in, I'm just not interested. And he's like, it's just outward. Do you have a, do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, excuse me. And he's like, do you have a boyfriend? And I get all nervous. And instead of like lying and saying yes, which I should have, I'm like, mm, no, I'm not really giving him the time of day. You know, can't blame him for asking. He's shooting his shot, you know, whatever. But then I look away and like, I'm, my body language is giving, I don't want any part of this conversation, but he does not care. I can't even tell you the next couple of things he said because... I was not paying attention. Like I was just trying to walk away after like a few minutes. He gets, I think he gets the hint, walks away and like five minutes later comes back. And this is where my problem starts. He comes back and shallows playing from uh, a star is born. And he's like, can you sing? And I'm like, sometimes. And he's like, how about right now? Can you sing for me? I'm like, "Mm, no. Then he starts grabbing my hand, trying to twirl me around. I'm like not moving. So then he's physically like grabbing my waist to twirl me around, coming up me like from behind me, trying to put his like arms around me. I'm like, no, do not touch me. 
So I'm with one of my girlfriends and she's like, switch, switch with me. Like, cause she's getting it. I switch with her and he follows me with his hands on my waist. And I'm like, excuse me, like, do not touch me. And he's not getting it, not getting it at all. So I was like, we're going to the bathroom. Bye. Me and my friend try to run off through this crowd. Like I said, it's a massively, massively packed bar. And he follows us to the girl's bathroom. And I ended up just kind of hiding in the back. And then I saw like one of his friends took him and he left. But my problem is when you start touching me, it just made me feel very unsafe. It made me feel like claustrophobic. Like I, it just really grossed me out. If you're going to shoot your shot with somebody by all means, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but do not touch them. Do not. And pick up on body language. Come on. It's so it's bad. I mean, I obviously this kid was like drunk or whatever, but come on. I didn't. Yeah. So I didn't like that at all. That's the end of that story. Um, but other than that, great, great last weekend at the Jersey shore. And I did go on vacation this week and I was trying to write down. Um, I didn't. And then I just looked at my notes now and I didn't really write enough, but I'll just, so I'm just spitting off a memory here, but I did go on vacation this week and I went to where'd I go? I went to universal and Disney in Florida. Had to think about that for a second. And yes, I did get a little bit caught in the hurricane, but we're good. Everyone's good. The last time I've been to Disney World was 2018. And the last time I've been to Universal, I can't even remember. I think I was in fifth grade. So I was pretty hyped to see Universal. I love the Jurassic Park movies. Um, I'm like... I like Harry Potter, but I really haven't seen enough of Harry Potter. Like I can get it. Like I I get most of it, but I haven't seen all the movies. So it's not like I'm not like Harry Potter, like for life, you know, but I'm not knocking it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. So I was super excited to see that stuff and it didn't disappoint. I mean, the Harry Potter stuff was really, really cool. The butterbeer was definitely worth all the hype that I've heard about it. I had the frozen one and it was it was absolutely phenomenal. It was delicious. I can't lie. Um, I did not go on the ride though, because I think I've told you guys I've been having a little like a little motion sickness problem. It's not cute. Uh, but I went on the Jimmy Fallon. It's like race through New York thing. Okay. I'm so sorry. My thoughts are all over the place. Let me start with the Jimmy Fallon thing. Went to went on the Jimmy Fallon race through New York thing. Absolutely hysterical. I love the ew bit. And you guys know my experiences with Rockefeller Center, given the SNL incident. So it was really cool to walk in and it literally looks just like Rockefeller Center. But in my head, I was like, oh my God, I bet you half the people in this line have never been never been in Rockefeller Center. And I'm just like, in and out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, please. So that was, that was just a little, little surreal note. But what I'm getting to is the ride was a simulation ride. So you're just strapped in and the thing's just moving and it's 3d. It was super cool and it was super funny, but me with the motion sickness thing, like it doesn't vibe, does not vibe well. So I was smiling the whole time during the Jimmy Fallon thing. I had the whitest grin on my face, but there were times I had to shut my eyes just cause I was not feeling it. Or I guess you could say I was feeling it too much, but 
we went to Hogwarts right after that. And the ride, I think it's like something escape. I don't know. I forget what it's called. But the ride is also 3D. I think it's like, it is like a coaster, but there is 3D stuff. And the back-to-back was just not going to work for me. I think that if I went on that right after, like how I was feeling getting off that simulation, it just would have ended up in, an, in a public embarrassment. So I sat that one out. I got my butterbeer. I did go to the trip. Like we took the Harry Potter, like the Hogwarts Express to the other side of the park. And that was really, really cool. That, like, I've seen the movie, so I got that. Jurassic Park stuff was awesome. But that's really it. I mean, the the park closed early anyway. It closed at, like, 7. And a lot of the rides there, like, there's a lot of simulation stuff. And I, like I said, I'm not a simulation girly. So for me, there's more to do at Disney. And I liked, I, I like Disney better, personally. Not to knock Universal, but I am more of a Disney girl. And before you ask, I did not get to go on Guardians and I did not get to go on Tron. And they're both my fault because I just flopped on the virtual queue thing, which I can't even explain. I don't even want to get into that, but Tron did look really, really cool. I'm not like a huge roller coaster person. It's not really my thing, but I'm trying to be more adventurous. So I think Tron would have been great. I do have to say, though, and I might get heat for this, Space Mountain is not that special. I went on, so I went on Space Mountain in Disneyland last year, but they changed it over, so it's called Hyperspace Mountain now, and it's basically Star Wars themed. So when you're going up, because basically if you have not been on Space Mountain, it starts with you're going up, 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 and then the whole ride is a series of going down and then twisting, like, taking a sharp turn and then going down and taking some sharp turns. So you got to go up first. In Hyperspace Mountain, it starts with the Star Wars theme song. And then as you're going through the dark, there's uh, like stormtroopers like shooting lasers at you. It's really, really cool. Space Mountain is simply just dark. There's no planets. There's no stars. There's nothing. And there's not even like a soundtrack. It's just like, whoo like wind space noises I don't know I was expecting more from it I was not after going on hyperspace mountains space mountain to me was a big disappointment but it's a it's a crowd favorite I guess so what do I know I don't know uh but that was something I did for the first time and the seven dwarves mind train I did for the first time because when I it opened right after I went in 2018 and the lines were absolutely ridiculous Um, so I did not get to go on that. And that was cute. That was a cute one. And I got to go on Remy's Ratatouille, whatever adventure thing. That one was also like, it did have 3d aspects, but I was good. It wasn't like a whole 3d thing. Like you were actually in something. There were some parts where I'm like, "Mm, headache, but we love Remy. We love Remy. That was a good one. That was definitely worth the wait. So if you go to Epcot, I would definitely go on that. Plus I mean, what else really are you going to do in Epcot besides that? Guardians, I guess, if you can get on it. Um, Ate in Mexico for the first time. Had a phenomenal margarita. And that's it. That's really my recap. Those are the things that I wanted to discuss in case you care about my opinions on those. Oh, and we uh, we went to Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom. 
for lunch and it was friendship day. So Pooh and his friends were having a friendship celebration and it was so dang cute. And that's all I have to say. But before I skip over the whole or before I end the vacation talk, I, my hotel had a gym, you know, not new information and hotel gyms, you know, are typically pretty small. This one actually had a tad bit more equipment than the norm, had a Peloton. So I'm going to get into that because I'm Peloton. I'm a, I'm a freak for it now, but it had like two benches, dumbbells up to like 80 or 90 pounds, something like that. And one cable machine. So I go in one day, I went in, I think it was like Wednesday because it was storming and we left the parks early. So I was like, I'll just go work out. And other people had the same idea. But that's fine because it's not my hotel. I don't own the place. There's other people that want to work out. Totally normal. These two guys, I guess, came together. And nobody informed them on what hotel gym etiquette is. They had like stuff on each of the benches and they were using a pair of dumbbells, but then they were going over and using the cables And then they were using the row machine and then going back. Like, I don't know what the hell they were doing because it wasn't a circuit, but it was basically like, oh, let's do a set of split squats. And then let's do a set of squats on the cable. And then let's do some rows on the machine. And I couldn't get anything done (laughs) because they were hogging all the equipment. Like if you see that there's other people in there and it's a small space, sometimes you just don't get to do what you want to do. Hotel gyms are a great time to do like a dumbbell circuit or something. And then I went and did one set of like lat pull downs on the cable. And then afterwards I went on my phone, you know, I scrolled a little bit during my rest. And the guy, one of the guys comes up to me and goes, you down with that? I said, um, no, I'm not because you guys are taking both benches and one side of the cable machine. So no, you cannot have this. I need something to work out with. So I didn't like that. That one, that one grinded me where I'm like, we got to have rules here. And I thought we did unspoken rules on what gym etiquette, like hotel gym etiquette is. You can't be a hogger. Sharing is caring. We learn this one more three. Also, even in a regular gym, it's like annoying. You know, if you're going to be on the bench, then like do stuff on the bench. If you're going to be on the cables and find a superset on the cables, that's typically what I do. Or I grab a set of dumbbells, but I'm not running around the gym claiming like, like pissing on whatever to claim it. You know what I mean? So that's that. But yeah, other, other than that blip and you know, the little hurricane incident, it was a good vacation. I got switched, um, on our flight home. Like they just randomly switched me to move up to an exit row. And, you know, if you're ever, if you fly, you know, if you're in an exit row, they always ask you like, are you willing and able to help others in case of emergency? And you have to like be able to. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm pretty hyped though, because I got moved up like 10 rows. So I get on the plane and the woman's like, oh, you need to put your backpack like under your seat, but the, under the seat, like there was no seat in front of me. So I had to put it extremely far away, which I'm like, this is (laughs) now I can't like use my stuff, but okay. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So I move it. And then she looks at me and goes, wait. And I'm like, what? And she goes, um, 
are you at least 15? And I'm like, um, yeah. And she's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. And I'm like, what? Come on. Like, it's it's getting to the point now where it's, like, ridiculous. You know, the eight, like, you've heard the 18-year-old, like, the, the what are you, 17? But I'm like, at least 15? Come on. Like, that's a little bit of a stretch. So I'm like, okay, like, whatever. And then another flight attendant comes by, and she's checking everything. And she's asking us, like, is, are you willing and able? Are you willing and able? Blah, blah, blah. And there's kids um, right in front of me, like, also in the exit row that are definitely around the same age as me. You know, like, like somewhere in their 20s. So she asks them, it's a girl and a guy, you know, are you willing and able? They're like, yep. Then she asks my row, and she looks at me and goes, wait, um, how old are you? And I'm like, 24. And she was like, what? And I said, I'm 24. And she goes, oh, oh. Okay, I was just making sure you're older than 15. I'm like, what? What? Why does this keep happening? I do not look like an adult. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 15 is ridiculous. Come on. Come on. I mean, I know I was not wearing any makeup I had on. Uh, I don't know. I had on a tank top and leggings and sneakers. But, like, come on. I'm like, I fully have a degree. I like what in my high school? I have my GED and my bachelor's degree. Can people stop with 15 is insulting 18 heart, but 15 is a, is a straight shot to the heart. Ugh, yeah, that one killed. Anyway, though, we have a fun episode ahead. I'm going to talk a lot about like my Peloton experiences and then jumping a little bit back in from a vacation and holiday weekend. And then we have an awesome interview today. So let's get started with this week's episode. Okay, guys, I seriously cannot get enough of Peloton. My office, if you're new here, my office has a bike. So I created a login like one of the first time I used it and it gives you an account. And I talked about it last week on last week's episode, how I love how it has like different challenges and I can earn different awards. And I just respond very well to that. But this week I was trying to do something a little bit different because I was in that hotel gym space. I wanted to switch things up and I was talking to a friend who brought up like, oh, I've been boxing a lot. And I was like, oh, I miss boxing. I haven't done that in a while. And I've saw, like I've seen on the Peloton that Kendall Toole, who you guys know I've been obsessed with lately, also does shadow boxing stuff. So I did some on the bike, like, like this screen from the bike and I was just in front of the mirror absolutely loved it and I I was just like why have I why have I not been doing this as cardio instead and I knew um so if you are not logged on on a bike like if I'm logged on on my computer or like the app you have to pay for it but if you're on a bike they're like okay like somebody bought this bike like you're good so I went home and I'm on my 30 day free trial. I haven't decided I'm probably going to cancel it afterwards because I'll just, I don't know, I'll use YouTube or something. But now I've been doing shadow boxing as my cardio instead. And it is so fun. So fun. Gets the heart rate up. She does active recovery. So I'm like, that takes me back to my track days. Slightly triggering, but phenomenal. Kendall's got great energy great music. And I also think it's just super important for everybody to know how to defend themselves. God forbid anything happens. 
I think it's super, super important. And it also just makes you feel very badass after. But I woke up, I did, I went home and I went like hard because I was alone in my room and not just me and my mirror and Kendall on my screen. And I went hard the next day. And did I lift that day? I did. I did push. And then I did that as my cardio. The next day I wake up and my back is so sore. And I'm like, what the hell did I do? Did I fall? And then I realized it was from the boxing. And I was like, I'm so cool. It's just, I don't know. I could nerd out about it, but there's really not much more to say other than definitely try it out, get the 30 day free trial. And if that's not something you're into, then I'm sure you can find stuff on YouTube, but I'm not typically a class gal. Like I love my time lifting by myself, but her getting me through this cardio. I'm like, why did you not do this earlier, Liz? Oh my gosh. So as you guys know, I just came back from vacation. I was gone. I left on a Saturday. I came back on a Thursday and then it was right into Labor Day weekend. And being at the Jersey Shore Labor Day weekend and Memorial Day weekend are two huge, huge weekends down here because it's basically the beginning and end of summer. So this was, you know, the last chance for us to go down the shore bars because they'll close up for the season and Everyone's getting rid of their shore houses and stuff. So I knew that this was going to be a fun weekend. And I went out Friday. I went out Saturday. And I went out Sunday. Didn't go. Like, Sunday was a nice light day, though. I didn't do. I didn't really do too much. But what the the point of me saying that is I've had basically like a full seven, eight days of just not being on my regular routine and not really prioritizing my protein intake and my water intake and Although my vacation was pretty active, you know, I was still, I was eating ice cream and Cinnabon and whatever, you know? Um, and I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I would be lying if I sat here and said to you, oh, like, it, did, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, whatever. No. You know, I looked, I've been looking at myself in the mirror the past few days and I'm like, oh, like, you definitely look a little, little fluffy from vacation. And I know a lot of it's probably in my head as well, but we are our own biggest critics. And the only person you're really trying to like battle with is yourself. So, um, I thought it was important for me to one, acknowledge that like, Hey, like just because I'm, I'm always posting stuff about myself and, you know, and I do preach like balance is awesome. And going on vacations and stuff, this is a part of life, but it doesn't mean I never struggle with any of that stuff. So really quickly, I was like, you know what, I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to talk about what I'm actively doing to try and combat those feelings. Because whenever I'm getting those like intrusive thoughts, whether it's about my body or whether it's about anything, the first thing I try and do is redirect them. You know, instead of sitting there being like, oh my gosh, like my abs are gone and they were here before vacation. I'm like, okay, well, what do we do to get them back? You know, or like, why don't we just focus on what's in the moment? Like you're at Parker house right now. Stop worrying about your stomach. You know, so that's one thing I do Two, Wearing clothes you are comfortable in is so important. You know, it's like I have crop tops. I have body suits on a day that I'm not feeling myself as much. I'm not going to put a crop top on. That's all right, because it's going to make me feel better. So that's super, super important. And then. I think like the third thing is like, I really just 
remind myself, like, like it's also kind of in the hand of redirecting these thoughts, but it's like, okay, this is temporary. This is not lasting forever. You know, enjoy this moment. Summer is ending. You're going to be going out a lot less in the fall. You will be back on your routine in no time. Just take a, take a second. You'll be okay. You've survived many holiday weekends before. You've survived many vacations before. So if you're struggling with a feeling like that, I just wanted to put that out there because I feel like we could all use that type of reminder and just know that you are not the only one with these types of feelings. And I know I could go on and on, but I do want to get to the interview and enough droning on from me. But I hope that that helped. And I hope it made you smile. And like I always say, whenever I'm feeling fluffy, large t-shirt, large sweatshirt, that's what we're rolling with. everyone i'm here with a very special guest today you may know her as daily dose of dot rose but i am here with maddie rose today how are you maddie hi liz thank you for having me i'm great how are you i am fantastic it has been a long weekend <laughs> yes it has been long and days and long and i feel like i've worn off like 10 years of my life <laughs> i 100 agree i as fun as it was i am ready for normalcy and routine. (laughs) Me too. Well, thank you so much for joining. I wanted to have you on because I've had one of my friends on one of the earlier episodes and she is studying to be a dietitian, but she's not a registered dietitian yet. And I see that you are, but you're also super into fitness and weightlifting. So I thought it would be super fun to have you on. My yeah, yeah. So I, I love representing the dietitians of the fitness community. So I'm yes. super excited to be here. Yeah, I love it too, just because there's, I always tell people whether they're asking me like face to face or I try and say it on the podcast. I know that there's a lot of fitness influencers out there. And sometimes it's like, who do I follow? And she's saying this and she's saying that. And what do I do? So I always tell my followers, look for credentials. Like look for people that you can trust. And especially with like the amount of like, unfortunately, like eating disorders that go on and just false information. It makes me so happy that there's people like you using your knowledge to spread it past just a, just like a clinic or a typical like dietitian's office or whatever, you know? Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. That means the absolute most. I truly am so passionate about just like whatever information that I put out there, stuff that I've found in the research, stuff that I trust and believe from credible sources, you know, because there is so much out there to believe, right? You've got your keto diet, you've got your carnivore, carnivore mm-hmm. diet, you've got your intermittent fasting, your juice cleanses. And I'm just like, guys, nutrition was never meant to be this complicated, <sighs> like justice for carbohydrates. <laughs> yes. Justice for, yes. Uh, I a hundred percent agree. Um, so do you work like as a dietitian, like for like a full-time job or is it just like, do you yeah, just do yeah, I do. Okay. So what do you do? Yeah. Cause I know there's a bunch of different like routes you can go to once you are a registered dietitian. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing people don't kind of know about dietetics is it's so vast. So we can do right. um, clinical dietetics, which is a lot of what my internship or my, my residency residency year, basically it was um, a lot of ICU care um, mm-hmm. in a hospital. I did it at medical center. You can also do like outpatient clinics. You can mm-hmm. do um, kind of public health, um, work with policy. You can do long-term care. Um, there's so many different things. And then there's also the sports side. So sports, mm-hmm. fitness, performance-based. Um, yeah. And I always grew up 
sports, love sports. So that's kind of the route I went and I absolutely love it. So right now I work um, at a gym in South Florida. It's called Palm Beach Sports Club. Um, and I am their registered fitness dietitian. Um, so we have two locations in Florida and then we have four in New York. Um, so that yeah, I absolutely so love fun. it. I work with yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's truly a dream job. It's a community. I love the people there um, and I get to do what I love every day. So that's my like eight to four. And then I also have my own um, co- um, like nutrition coaching right. um, business. That is freaking um, awesome. Thank you. I'm jealous. And that's what I typically think of too. Like, you know, when people think dietitians, they're thinking like people in the gym or people dealing with athletes and stuff. Um, and I, there's like always this little part of me because I went to school for business and I work full-time okay. in marketing and I love yeah. what I do. Like I love being creative and stuff, but there's this little part of me that's like, like I know where my passion lies and I kind of wish I went to school for something like nutrition and stuff just because I feel so passionate with what I do know about it. So it's super, super cool that you have a job in a field that like you really love and feel passionate about because that is rare. Yeah, no, I truly, I, I wake, I take a pinch me, pinch me moment every day just because I have also a personal tie to it. Because um, on my page, if you do follow me, like I'm very, yeah. very open about um, just my past struggles with eating and exercise, mm-hmm. like under cooling and um, over exercising, you know, kind of falling victim to my fitness pal and, you know, all of the toxic yeah. relationships with food that can come with influencing like, like, you know, the fitness world, whatever. So, um, my, I truly feel in my heart that I went through everything that I did to kind of save someone else's life that might be going through the same thing. So I truly feel so blessed every day to be able to wake up and be like, yeah, this is what I get to do with my life. (laughs) I love that you said that because I've had such similar thoughts and like my own experiences with, with just what got me into fitness. And, you know, I, I'm also, you know, on my page of podcast, very open with the fact that I, I struggle with anxiety and, depression. But if I didn't struggle with that, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gotten into what I've gotten myself into. And I feel like I went through that so I can tell other people, like be a ray of light to other people. Cause it's super important. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. My favorite saying, or one of my favorite sayings of all time is be the good. Um, and I'm a huge believer of everything that happens for a reason. So I just, I actually believe that everything I went through, you know, every walk yeah. of life, everything that you go through is for a reason because you're meant to maybe like inspire someone else, change yeah. every, someone else's life because of it. So I absolutely love that. Yeah. I love that. And I always tell people too, cause I'm like, listen, the world is not always rainbows and butterflies and it might not feel good in the moment. And it, like something traumatic will probably happen to you in your lifespan. But if you can't see the good in it, then it's just traumatic. So it's how no, you right. want to deal with it. Yeah. And I'm a huge, like, I'm a romanticist. That's one thing about me. Like, I will romanticize, romanticize like, every cup of coffee, <laughs> every sunrise, literally everything. But, you know, I truly believe, like, yeah, in the deepest of the deepest of tunnels, like, you are learning something about yourself yes. that 10, 10 months, 10 years down the road, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense now of why I went yeah. through that and why I was feeling that way. So is that what got you in, like, what made you want to study dietetics was your own history and experience? Um, so actually, no. So I started studying dietetics before I kind of went down the cascade of my oh. struggles with food. and Yeah. So I originally was pre-med. I wanted to be a gynecologist. Okay. Um, and then freshman year of college, I took a nutrition, like a basic nutrition class, fell in love with it, thought it was so interesting, um, really loved the nutrition side of things. So I switched over to the dietetic side of my major mm. and I didn't look back. And then so I got into like, I was very competitive growing up. I played um, nine years of travel soccer. I was Mm going to play in college, but decided I was kind of burnt out at that point. So Mm -hmm. I wanted something new to kind of 
keep my competitive spirit alive. So I got into weightlifting, got to the gym. Um, and then it kind of became more of like an obsessive thing. And then it was like mm -hmm. controlling everything. I like my body and like, I was having some digestive issues, digestive issues. I later got diagnosed with celiac, um, and SIBO. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of like, I was just struggling there and I was like turning right. to food and exercise as the thing I control and, you know, just down the snowball I went. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's very interesting because I think a lot of people, you know, it's, it's nice to open up and like share those stories too, because I like yeah. to tell people like, Hey, like you might be on the right path, but it doesn't mean that you can't fall down. So yeah. oh, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. And healing is never linear. And I think no. also like people appreciate being vulnerable and I know it's kind of hard, but I feel like we're all just we're all going through something. And so I'm all for being as real as possible. You know, there's no reason to kind of paint this perfect picture that, oh my gosh, our life is so perfect. When in reality, we're all normal people. We're all going through similar struggles, you know, and, and if I can share my struggles and maybe help someone else who, who's going through the same thing, I'll do that every exactly. single day. I love that. Uh, I want to ask you, because you said you struggled with just kind of being very obsessive with the working out and it, it yeah. kind of snowballed there. And that is, definitely one side of a spectrum that I feel like isn't talked about too much. Often you find yeah. people that are like, I don't have time to work out, but there is a such thing as over exercising and your body does need rest and it can turn into an unhealthy habit. So I kind of want to ask you, and this might be a little bit broad, but how did you come to realize like, oh, this is a problem for me. And then what steps did you yeah. take to kind of find a healthy relationship with exercise? Yeah. Yeah. No, girl, I'm an open book. So I just, so basically for me, I like, I, I don't even know, like, I remember I was like, I, there's something going on with my body. I'm like, was I was having a lot of like bloating and pain, um, digestive issues. And I was like, I don't know what's causing this. So then yeah. I started trying to track my food to be like, okay, what is causing this pain? What's causing this? Like, reaction xyz and then you know the the tracking became a numbers game and then it was like okay how many calories can i cut how many calories can i burn in a day and it was yeah. almost like a competitive game in a way i think um i'm very type a so it's always like numbers make sense to me and i i don't it was it was it was very unhealthy i guess you could say mm -hmm. um and i became obsessed with that and then i realized you know you know kind of slipping down that like i'm a very I'm very bubbly, very outgoing, very like theatrical person. I'm a people person. I love everyone. <laughs> I love talking, being around people. But, you know, the farther I got into my disordered eating, I literally became a shell of a human. And, you know, chasing this, like, I don't even know what I was chasing, you know, because it was like, I was never trying to change my body. At first, it was always just trying to figure out what was going on with my stomach and what was going on with my digestive digestion and stuff. And so, the smaller that I got, the more weight that I lost, the less of a human I became. Like I had literally had no room to feel joy. And I was, you know, all I could think about was food and exercise and how many calories I'm going to burn. And like, I'm going to go ahead and pre-track my food and X, Y, Z. And it just, I lost sense of who I was. Um, but a lot of relationships around me started to struggle. Like my friends, my family, me and my mom's relationship really started to get rocky because um, obviously she saw something was wrong and she wanted right. me to get help and she wanted to help me. But I obviously just kind of came back. I was like, no, I'm fine. What do you mean? Like very defensive. Right. Um, same with my friends and stuff too. But so that's kind of when I realized I was like, I know something's wrong. Like I need, I need to work on like switching this. And so I think it really was just a mental switch in my brain. Um, and I actually worked with a dietitian for a little bit. Um, oh. well, I was, well, yeah, to kind of keep me accountable, work through some of the mindset and feelings and emotions I had around food and exercise and kind of get me going on the right path. So 
it's never too late or too early to ask for help. Like, and it's not anything embarrassing either. If anyone is listening and needs help, like it's nothing to be ashamed of. Like you deserve help. I love that you said that because I constantly say on this podcast, utilize the resources that are there for you. Like if we, there's such this stigma about like, Oh, getting a dietitian or getting a therapist or psychiatrist is like, taboo (laughs) yeah taboo it's like embarrassing but it's not like if you are blessed enough that you can like your healthcare can cover that or you have like these resources at your fingertips use them yeah for sure I definitely agree and I think it's more and I think it's more like commemorable to be like oh my gosh like you took that step for yourself like you put yourself first your future self you know you put your six-year-old self looking back on these young years of your life telling these stories to your grandkids first, right? Like, so I always think of, and, um, one thing that I always kept in mind too, of like, you know, healing isn't linear, like those thoughts and those habits that you instilled in yourself, are not just going to go away automatically. Like it's the mental work, the, like the brick by brick that you put in every day, the work you put in every day. And that's whatever goal, right? Like Mm -hmm. not saying everyone's going to have a bad relationship with food and exercise. It might be a weight loss goal, or it might be a, a, like a muscle building goal, or it might just be like trying to eat a little better so you feel better. Right. And that's one thing I always ask my clients is like, okay, how does that make you feel right on the day to day? How are you feeling? Because one thing, like what I, what feels good to me might not feel good to you and that's totally okay. Right. And if it doesn't feel good to you, that's not healthy. And so that's one thing I always preach and I'll, I will die on that soapbox of if you don't, if it doesn't feel good to you, why are you doing it? Um, yeah, it was a little tangent, but <laughs> I don't know. That is a very, I really like that approach actually. Cause I feel like I've tried to get something like that across. And I, I preach a lot of, uh, like on my page, like finding this balance. Like I just, I love going out with my friends and being able to like, yeah, just, yeah. you know, live like a 24 year old, but also like, I value my relationship with my body and my health and stuff. Yeah. And that's a really good way of phrasing it. Just how do you find your balance? It's like, well, yeah. did that action make you feel good? Like what, how do you, that's, I love that. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I also think there's different types of feel good, right? Like, you know, yeah. what, what feels good to your soul in the moment, you know, like that might be going to happy hour with your friends on a Friday evening and you get a couple cocktails. Right. And you know, that's feeling, that's feeding your soul. And you know, yeah. maybe the Monday afternoon, leg session with your best friends, feeding your body and fueling your body. Right. And that feels good yeah. to your body. So overall, it's a matter of like, how well can you show up as your best self every day and exude yeah. the life that you have in the world and not be, be a obsessed with food or be just completely like disregarding your health. You know, there is that balance and it looks different for everyone. Yeah, that is so true. And I feel like the more time passes, the more you get to know yourself. And I find myself now doing things like, okay, if my Coworkers are getting, uh, if they're going to happy hour on a Thursday, what's going to make me feel better knowing myself? Do I want to just go to the gym after work and go to sleep and be ready for Friday? Or do I want to spend that time with my friends? And sometimes it varies, you know, based on the dates. I need a little TLC with my friends or I need a little bit of Liz time and I want to feel sh- strong and powerful in the gym today. Completely agree. Yeah. Like some days I'm a social butterfly, but some days I need to like go take a shower at 730, put a face mask on and drink my greens. Right. Like exactly what it is on a different day. (laughs) I feel like that's so like not talked about really either is people are either like placed in a bucket of introvert or extrovert when I feel like truly there's nights where I'm like, I got to go out. I cannot sit here by myself. Like I need social interaction. (laughs) And then there's other nights where I'm like, I cannot talk to anybody. (laughs) I know I'm the same way. Like some days I feel like I could just talk people's heads off, but some days I'm like, 
don't look at me the wrong way, please. Like I need to go <laughs> and just be on my yes. own. <laughs> yes. I feel like a lot of like, the, we need to preach this normal. Like it is, it is yeah. not, not, not normal to feel yeah. that. Like, we, we can, we can, you don't have to be classified into one or the other. Yeah. So I wanted to pivoting a little bit. I wanted to ask you just for fun um, because you are a dietitian and I get a lot of every, you know, I hear a lot of people that I've tried this and I've tried that. What diet trend makes you the most like irritated or like want to crawl out of your skin the most, which is the worms right now. Oh my goodness. There's so many that I see that I'm just like, it breaks my heart for one, the girl trying it and just makes me angry for the person like promoting it. Um, I think the first person, first thing that comes to mind is the carnivore diet. Like, Mm. I'm sorry, but like just eating straight meat 24 seven, like I'm no, you don't get all the vitamins and minerals that you need for the rest of your life. You need carbohydrates to function. Body literally needs whole grains. They're not poisonous. Like your brain's preferred source of energy is glucose. And that's why also keto, keto. Yes. People lose a lot of weight on keto initially because that's literally water weight. Like you're dehydrating your body. And I guarantee you that 70% of people that have tried keto and have lost a lot of weight are going to be like, Oh my gosh, I plateaued after X amount of weight. And that's because a lot of initial weight is the water weight. And then after that, you know, like it's harder to chip away at that weight. And the stuff that you're eating on keto is like your arteries are screaming. Like, I'm sorry, like all for balance, but eating sausage three times a day for every single meal, like, not going to be the best for you, right? Like incorporated, of course, but we don't want that to be the main source of our diet. Right. And so I don't know. I'm just, I'm a huge proponent for balance, you know, yes. whole grains, fruits, veg, good yes. meat. If you do like to eat meat, if not legumes, beans, whatever feels good to yeah. you. Um, but of course having the pizza, having the burger, having the drinks when you want them as long as it makes you right. feel good. Um, so yeah, probably those two. And then <laughs> I'm just going to straight up call him out because he makes me so angry, but I yeah. know we all know Flip. Slave City around here, mm-hmm. all stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of the stuff he says, it's just so outlandish. And like, it makes people so, especially coming from someone who, A, he has no credentials. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who has like the credentials of a registered dietitian to see him just call out things on a label just for clickbait and saying they're toxic and poisonous is just so fear mongering. It boils my blood because there's like young women and even like young, young men too, they're going to see that and be terrified. I've had people come to me and be like, Oh, Flay City has said this and this, like, I need to watch out. Like I can never eat that ever again. And I'm like the amount that's in the, they have to put that on the label legally, but the amount of that product that is actually in that food is so minute that like, you're fine. Like there's bigger fish to fish to fry. <laughs> yeah. So I a hundred percent agree. It, it boils my blood when I see people yeah. putting out information like that. Like, I'm like, how in good conscious are you doing this? I don't, I literally, I just don't know. I said, and then, and then he'll literally use his sweet daughter to be like, is this Bobby, whatever approved? And I'm like, oh my, oh my goodness, guys, please. <laughs> so if you're yeah. listening to this, just do yourself a favor and don't, don't follow any advice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Delete. Um, what is this? What is like the trending sound? Delete, unfollow, block. I don't even know, but yeah. <laughs> no words that he has to say seriously. Yeah. I feel like when we were growing up as kids and, you know, they taught us like the food pyramid and stuff, it yeah. was very like, you know, candy and processed sugar and things that are deep fried bad for you. Vegetables yeah. and sources of protein, like whatever, like whole foods. Great for you. Yeah. And now like, 
like that's what we're taught when we're like five and then we yeah. grow up and all of a sudden it's people are like no you can only eat meat vegetables are bad for you they don't sit in your yeah, body right I'm, no you can't oh eat gosh, carbs blah 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 and you can like only eat half of a banana or you have to count your almonds or wait actually no you can't have almonds because the skin is toxic for you like so many outlandish things i'm like guys nutrition was literally never meant to be this this like complicated or, or difficult like fuel your body make sure all three macronutrient groups are there if you can at every meal or snack a little hunger crushing combo make sure it feels yeah. good to you like if you have a dairy allergy and you're trying to eat greek yogurt because it's high in protein is that going to make you feel good no is that healthy for you no, it's no. not, but it might be. So it's right. just like, it's so different, but yeah. yeah. The carnivore so ones is, is a new one that I've, I've like been hearing more of lately. And that the whole, like I've been battling the carbs are bad argument for years, but now the whole vegetables are bad for you thing. I'm like, literally what I'm like, I, I don't understand where do you get the fact that a vegetable from an earth uh, from earth that is grown and literally has micronutrients and vitamins and minerals and like all of these good things for you. Like, how do we turn that around? You I like, I just I feel like yeah. <laughs> saying vegetables is bad or bad is like telling me that the grass is purple. It's just, yeah. and for, but there will be some people that will believe it and argue for it just yes. to, to surprise. That's how social media works. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they'll argue, you know, it's like, well, you, you eat broccoli and you feel a little gassy afterwards, but the, like, I don't know. I just, I have no patience for like, <laughs> this is going to sound bad for like stupid questions or like propositions. So when someone comes yeah. up and says like vegetables are bad for you, I just, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm just like, I, good yeah, luck. I'm like, clearly you need to like, just like go check your sources, like do yourself a little favor, go check your resources, go check PubMed, like, yes. you know, be careful about who you believe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Exactly. Well, I could talk to you for hours, but I know we both have very busy days. I will definitely have to have you back on when we have I would more love time to, to chat. Yeah. You have to tell me when you're in New York. Cause I'm so close and and yeah. there's some gym locations up there. And yeah, I would love to. I think I'll be back up in the fall sometime maybe or maybe early winter. So I'll definitely text you whenever I get up there. Yes. I'd love to meet up and hang or lift or something. Yes, perfect. I will be here. Um, Before before I let you go, do you want to tell everybody where they can follow you on all the social medias? Yes. So I am dailydoseof.rose on Instagram. And then I, I'm an Instagram girly through and through, but I do have yeah. a TikTok. I just kind of started posting on it casually, but if you want to follow me over there. It's also the same thing, Daily Dose of Rose. So yeah, give me a follow, come hang. We have all kinds of health, wellness, all the good stuff, little motivational bits, inspiration, all the good stuff. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was a great time. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Make sure that you follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. Subscribe on YouTube so you could watch and watch my other stuff at Lifts with Liz. And then follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. Wishing you a healthy, happy, motivated week. And we'll chat next week. Love y'all.